Hello, everybody. Today we have David Polonia Webb. He was a former senior designer at Warner Brother Games, and then he moved on. He's also been a former design manager at Blizzard, and now he works at Bungie. Just kind of to start out, I'm just, you know, curious, what was it like growing up in Oregon? Howdy, y'all. Boys are a studio. Looking to start a podcast? Or do you have a show, but it's not taken off quite yet? Contact us, and we will be able to turn your dreams into reality. Boys are us studios. <laughs> you know, probably different for different people, but since I grew up in such a small town, um, I think while I was growing up, I couldn't wait to move out. And now that I'm a parent and have kids, I kind of look back at it like, ah, well, there are some really nice things about it. It was a small town, so everyone knew you, which yeah. as a kid felt terrible, but as a parent, it might be kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but it was also really safe and quiet and lots of nature around. And I love to trail run, so I kind of miss those Pacific Northwest trails. Yeah. <laughs> No, I completely understand. Um, it definitely sounds like it was a it was a good growing up experience as far as the environment. And I'm just kind of curious, what are some of the biggest differences, obviously, living in Oregon now? Oh, man. <laughs> so, I mean, the weather, right? Okay. Like, yeah. Down here, it, it feels like it's getting hotter and hotter. And, yeah. you know, growing up, I don't, we had to go inland a bit to get above 80 degrees in the summer okay and you know usually it would be between like 50 and 70 degrees um but we got a lot of rain and wind um you know like the santa Ana winds down here are pretty strong but they're nothing compared to what our winter winds were and the other thing like growing up in such a small town um there were a lot of I guess you could call them hippies but okay. a lot of like nature facing uh-huh. people and I, I really like that so it's funny to me being in a city and like seeing people who are like oh yeah I just I love to do everything myself and try and grow it all it's so cool and new and I'm like that's just how people live in the country sometimes <laughs> exactly yeah and I just think it's really interesting that people don't really realize how different states are from each other it's almost like a different country Mm -hmm. like a new set of like social rules things like that and I think it's cool that you were able to have a positive transition and because of your passion which is video games what was it that you know really got you started on that path and made you realize hey this is something I want to do for a career you know I think another side of growing up in a small town it was three hours to get to the nearest city three hours driving and so when I started playing games I I started playing board games and paper and pencil role-playing games they gave me like new worlds to explore Mm -hmm. but then we didn't have a lot of money growing up so I couldn't get new stuff very often so I'd start taking what I had and kind of making my own versions of it to have something new. And when I discovered that I could do that for video games too, and Mm. didn't need other people to play. Yeah, exactly. It was really exciting. And, you know, I had influences like 
your dad and okay. Mike uh, as engineers who helped explain to me sometimes like what would go into programming or logic and stuff like that. And okay. so that that helped me get over that technical hump too of okay. how to get stuff done on a computer. That's cool. So would you say you're at first more drawn to the creative side of it and then you had to learn the programming side like after to make that creative vision a reality? Yeah, you know, I I've always been kind of creative. I've never been an artist like I, I can't draw at all, but <laughs> I've always been a bit of a writer and um that was the initial thing where I would just write up backstories for worlds or characters or things like that. It was really fun. Um, but I did start learning how to program when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I just kind of taught myself and asked people questions. And then I realized I could put the two together and make like text games. Yeah. So I did that. And then as I went to college, um, I started digging into other tools. I would not consider myself a programmer by any stretch, but okay. I, I can write very basic code that makes things happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's still a good skill to have. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I completely understand. And another big thing, you know, something I've noticed through the places that you've worked is management. How has management you know, become the thing that you're able to excel at even inside of the video game world. Patreon. Hey, Boys RS listeners, we really appreciate all of you that have signed up for our Patreon so far. For those of us that haven't yet, we're introducing a new segment. It's going to be called Ian Rants, in which this week, Ian's actually ranting about his celebrity crush, Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be some really exciting backstage look at how ian feels about different topics next up you get our pre-show which covers a multitude of topics from social media to advice to everything in between ad free no more interruptions to finish everything up we have video of the interviews check out the boys are us patreon at www.patreon backslash the boys are us yeah, it's kind of a funny story. I started out scripting and just doing implementation and things like that. Um, but I've always, like playing soccer, I was a team captain. Um, I, I think there's something about my personality that people feel comfortable with. Yeah. And I'm the type of person who can make a decision and be okay with it not being the right decision all the time. And I think that accelerated that a bit. But okay. the first couple of times I was a lead, I hated it. I hated the experience. It was so hard to balance all of the meetings and feeling like I wasn't actually doing it's, anything. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, so I took, I think, four years after my last lead position before I took another leadership role. Okay. And it, wasn't until my first daughter was born that I started to feel like, how oh, you know, I kind of miss this aspect. And I also, I started losing the time to play as many games as I did in the past. And for me, I'll play games and take notes and say, oh, that's really interesting. I wonder how they do that. And then try and figure it out. Yeah. And I was 
starting to not have time to do that. I felt like I was falling behind on the creative side. Yeah. And I, I was kind of terrified what that meant for my career. And so I talked to uh, one of our executives about my fears and said, you know, you've been in the industry a long time. Have you thought about mentoring people? And when I started to approach management from the perspective of coaching and mentoring, instead of being like a vision holder, yeah, it really clicked for me. Okay. And so, yeah, the last five years now, um, I've been a pure people manager who misses some of the creative side, but yeah. I get to focus my creative energies on making better experiences for the team. Exactly. I think that's absolutely incredible. And I know, you know, you've worked at a few different places, but, you know, a few of them are pretty big names. And just to start, how was your experience working at Warner Brothers Gaming? Uh, You know, it's funny. We, the company that I worked for originally was bought by Warner Brothers. And so that's how I transitioned into it. Okay. I had some really cool experiences there. I, I love comic books and okay. um, Warner brothers had the DC license. I think they probably still do. So uh, being one of the more senior people on the team, we were trying to pitch prototypes based off of Warner brothers IP to sit down in a pitch meeting with Jim Lee and pitch a Superman game. And like, I oh, that's so cool. grew up wow. reading the Lord of the Rings books. And so I spent a year and a half, about two years working on different prototypes for games that would eventually turn into shadows of mortar mm. and just having like that, those creative options was really cool. However, our team was up in Seattle. Warner Brothers Corporate is down in Burbank. Okay. And so there was an odd disconnect from the two. Um, and we were bought out of bankruptcy. Um, Midway was our previous uh, parent company and they went bankrupt. So Warner Brothers got an opportunity purchase and didn't know what to do with all the people. And so at a certain point, they started doing layoffs. And it's not the most uncommon thing in the game industry. But okay. as, you, as your responsibilities grow, it starts to uh, be a nerve wracking thing. <laughs> okay, I completely understand. And I mean, I did see, you know, you've worked at a few different places. But ultimately, what was it that led you to work for one of the biggest in gaming in Blizzard? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you Judge Scuba Steve, a podcast by Stephen Magdaleno. Also, check out Stephen Mag on Twitch. All information in our bio. Uh, it was always a career goal. Okay, um, okay. I did. I'd interviewed with Blizzard a, a few times. Um, I interviewed for the Diablo Three console team as a system designer, and around that time, they shut down an internal incubation project, and so. I knew that position was going to get filled internally. It was a bummer. Um, I'd interviewed for a couple other prototype projects. And then they asked if I, because I was managing at the time, they asked if I would be interested in interviewing for a management position for either Overwatch or World of Warcraft. And I had a good friend that worked on Overwatch. And 
I've played World of Warcraft since it came out. So I said, yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, and so that, like, when I had the opportunity to do that, we were still in Seattle and my wife was really supportive and said, you know, if that'll make you happy and fulfill a goal, yeah. let's go for it. That's great. So, yeah. Okay. And ultimately, how long were you at Blizzard before you went to your next place? I was only there for two years. Okay. Um, but what was the overall experience? It was mixed. I, okay. you know, I still, I miss the team and I still keep in touch with the people that I worked with and managed and mm. I really enjoy them. But I put in my notice two weeks before the uh, lawsuit came yeah. from state of uh, california okay okay and Makes sense yeah <laughs> i think starting a new job in kind of a new city like it was new for us with kids right okay. um because you have two now then, right yeah i think into a global pandemic shortly after that was yeah. really really stressful um okay. okay but on top of that the the corporate culture which you can read about in the news yeah. was also pretty stressful and uh, i just realized you know as a designer sitting down to build stuff you have a different perspective from a manager like i could build world of warcraft and make the content and be yeah. perfectly content wow but as a manager at a certain level i have to align with the corporate leadership yeah. And I found it harder and harder to do Okay, and felt like it was time to move on. Okay. <laughs> and, and ultimately was it Bungie that you moved on to? Yep. Okay. And now you're at Bungie and, you know, we had talked a little bit about what you're doing, but what is it specifically that you do like day to day, the requirements for your job, things like that. And color and color look sharp wrinkle and stain free clothing make sure to check it out our listeners will be getting a free tie with any purchase with code boys are us go ahead put that code in at checkout and you'll be getting a free tie check out and collar yeah um so i have three or four direct reports that i have one-on-ones each week with um I spend a lot of time listening to people on the team and also okay. kind of looking at our practices for hiring and career development and looking at how we can improve those. Um, I also, I, I've probably built around eight prototypes for early games and shipped a handful more, right? Yeah. And so I've seen a lot of, product and so people will come to me for advice or ask me like hey is this normal this is a thing that's happening right now and i, yeah. I can help talk through that and yeah. give different perspective um i also i i try and spend a lot of my week just being a person that i i guess i try and help the team culture feel a little bit more positive. Um, when you're in the trenches working on a thing hour and hour, 
and you're not seeing the results of it directly, it can get kind of demoralizing. But being able to step back and look at the big picture of, oh, hey, in a year, someone's going to be really excited to see this. And these are the things I'm doing. It's nice to have someone to help reframe and point that out from time to time. That's great. Mm. Ultimately, you know, with the uncertainty that comes with the gaming industry and everything like that, do you see yourself working here long term or what are your future career goals? Um, I see myself working at Bungie for a while. I, okay. I think one of the things that drew me to Bungie is they're very vocal about um, their people first approach. Mm. And that's that aligns very strongly with my ethics and morals. Okay. And so I really appreciate that. Um, I do think I I have this pipe dream at some point, maybe five years from retirement or something like that to start my own studio. Um, Okay. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It's probably 10 more years out for me. In the meantime, I'll enjoy trying to make Bungie the coolest place to work can be (laughs) yeah no i think that's absolutely incredible and yeah for sure it was fun i had fun going back through your back catalog i mostly listened to your mom and your dad's episodes but they're fun you enjoyed it yeah okay good i'm really happy to hear that i appreciate you listening we also have our patreon going right now i know uh we have like six or seven now so it's going pretty good Nice. That's awesome. Well, have a great rest of your day. Have a good meeting. Thank you for doing this. For sure. Thanks, Ian. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye.